Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, so today is June 24, 2016. So, Electron, please. Okay, so he shows me an image of his head hanging low. What's this about? He says, I have an inkling what we're talking about today. Um, He says he's a little skeptical, and he shows me being a little bit mm, distant, quite honestly. When I ask him, would you be willing to listen to everything the person has to say so that you guys can, you know, be on the same page with, you know, at least with the perspectives you each other have, even if it's different and not in agreement? He says yes. He says he loves you very much, and he wants to do his best for you. Um, he does feel at this point um, that you don't completely understand his perspective on things, but he is very open-eared and willing to listen to yours. So I'll let you go right ahead. What's your first thing for him, Barbara? Okay, so um, as we spoke about last week, you know, we talked about peer um, and training with peer and, um, you know, helping Electron to understand how to use his body better and having Pierre show him and, um, you know, I got a lot of feedback from Electron that he was very unhappy with that and that he just felt that Pierre wasn't the right person for him. And I took that to heart and I, I listened to that. And, you know, we, we made a decision at that time when we were talking that, okay, we won't have Pierre ride him, we'll have Pierre longline him, we'll take him to training at Sam and Pierre's, but um, only Sam, you know, will work with him in the saddle. And, um, you know, that was how we were going to progress. And I had a conversation with Sam right after our conversation because she was just leaving the farm, finishing up her lessons. And um, I spoke to her at quite a great length about, you know, what we spoke about and what Electron's feelings were and how I was worried about him if he was in a situation that would he would be under um, a pressure situation that he felt he, he just couldn't you know, that would just be devastating for him or very, um, make him very unhappy. And when I spoke to Sam, who, you know, Electron knows that Sam loves him very much. She's been riding him a very long time. She knows him very well in his personality. So when I speak to Sam about Pierre, and and Pierre and Sam have been married many, many years. Mm -hmm. Sam knows Pierre very, very well. And she's seen him train many, many young horses up through the levels from being, you know, four-year-olds all the way up. So I really trust Sam's perspective on things and her insight. And I I really, when I went to her, I said, Sam, you know, Electron can't handle Pierre right now, and I want to respect that. And Sam brought some very good points to the table for me to think about um, that, quite frankly, which is why I'm having this conversation today. Um, You know, she told me that Pierre is a very... um, empathetic and she she said he's a hard trainer in this in the fact that he's he's very exact and he you know he he will show electron exactly what he needs to do versus what's um not correct and using his body you know and he'll 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 it's like working with a personal trainer who is pushing you to be the best you can be 
um, which I understand very well because when I go to my workout class and they're pushing me to work on my core strength, it's really hard, and I don't want to do it, but I push through it. Um, but Sam told me that Pierre is very, very empathetic and kind to the young horses. He understands that he is pushing them to the line and getting them to reach and stretch and and see how far their bodies can, like, you know, what they can really do, but it's scary for the babies. But he understands that, and she said that he's very empathetic with them when he teaches them new things, and he's very quick to reward. And, you know, that was the first time Electron worked with Pierre the other day, and so Pierre kind of had to see where he was at and had to probably push the limit a little bit further than he normally would just to see where Electron would go with it, with with his training, you know. Um, but Sam told me that the, the one thing she said was, and it really hit home to me, she said that Pierre is very exact in his riding. And she said, there will come a time when Electron will only want Pierre to ride him and no one else because Pierre is always correct in his riding. And when she said that to me, I was like, wow, that's like a really powerful statement. And um, it got me really thinking because the other thing Sam said was, you know, Electron 7 now we lost last year because of his splint. You know, he really needs to start understanding how to use his body. And the sooner he does that and can build muscle, it'll get easier. And I understand that because when I started this workout class to work on my core to help my riding, and when I first started going to this class, the first three sessions were really hard. But by the fourth and the fifth session, it got easier. And now I'm like, I love to go to this class because I know it's going to be hard, but I'm like growing and learning and getting stronger and fitter. And so I'm really enjoying it. So I really believe that that's where this will go with Electron if he works with Pierre. I think he'll get to a point where he's just getting advancing so fast because I know how smart and talented my horse is because I sit on him and I've never sat on a horse like him before ever. So I know that he will just he will just excel with Pierre and we will be at such a great place. Um, the other thing I wanted to let him know was that, you know, aside from really truly believing in Sam. And, and believing with my whole heart that she would never steer me wrong about Pierre um, and his and the way he trains um, is that I spoke to Colleen, who Electron grew up with, and he knows her very well. That was his first mother. Um, she had him since he was a baby. And mm-hmm. I spoke to her about the conversation we had, and I spoke to her about the conversation I had with Sam, and she agrees that Pierre is a very... Um, talented and kind trainer she's never seen him um be harsh on any horse and he's taken many many young horses up through the levels so she's also said to me that colleen that you know if electron's not using his body correctly he's going to get hurt in his riding he's if he doesn't do things properly and Colleen comes from a place where she's raised a lot of young warm bloods over the years. That was her business, buying young babies, raising them, getting them broke and trained, and then selling them. And she said she knows that if he doesn't use his body correctly, he could get hurt, hurt worse than his splint. It could be career-ending injuries we're talking about if he's not using his body correctly as we're moving him up in his training. So that scares me. Um, the fact that he might get hurt again. I, I just I can't have that. Um, and then the last thing I worry about is 
you know, if he becomes a horse that's hard to ride because he doesn't understand how to use his body and he's afraid of being pushed, um, I'm afraid if something happens to me, like I die in a car crash or something, and he has to go to someone else. If he can't be ridden by, by the majority of people out there and understand how to work, he's a big boy. I, don't, I know he doesn't understand how big he is and how scary he is, but when he starts to get worried about stuff and he starts to jump around, he's very scary to ride, and when you fall off of him, you can get very hurt. So I don't want him to be the horse that not many people can ride, and then he ends up in a situation where it's someone who can ride him but might not treat him well, and that would just break my heart if that ever had to happen. Um, So these are the things I worry about, and these are the things I've been, like, struggling with all week, and I know I spoke to him on Sunday and gave him some insight that I was already leaning in a different direction um, with Pierre, and I just wanted to speak to him today honestly and tell him why exactly I've had second thoughts on this and why I feel it's in his best interest overall to really start working with Pierre um, now when we go to their farm for for training and Pierre will assess how long he needs to be with him. It's not going to be, you know, it's not going to be like months and months. It's going to be a a week or two, possibly three at the most. Um, And I hope that if you know, and he will start with the long lining. He won't get on his back right away. And he'll hopefully gain his confidence in Pierre that Pierre will do the right thing by him in those long lining sessions. Um, and then the last thing I just wanted to tell Electron was I spoke mm-hmm. to Nadia um, about Cruz because I don't know if Electron knows, but Cruz was at Sam and Pierre's for two months this winter. I don't know if he recalls that he hadn't seen him over the winter months, but it was because Nadia was away traveling. And Nadia, I just spoke to Nadia about this on Sunday. She said she had terrible reservations about leaving Cruz because Cruz was having a hard time with Pierre when he wrote him at first because it's a lot of, you know, it's a lot of demands right away um, to do to, you know, use their body. And Cruz also had um, a very hard time with it. And Nadia was very worried about leaving him. And, but at that time, she had no choice. And she, she told me that Cruz came out of it fine. He, he had a couple days where he had to understand where Pierre was coming from. But then he has had just no problem with Pierre since that point, And things have gone fine. And Nadia said she's Cruz is in such a better place now for her that they can go to all these horse shows now. And Cruz is a year younger than Electron. He's only six this year. So she said Cruz is so much more ahead in his training from just being with Pierre a few months. Um, So when I hear all of this, and I know Nadia is very concerned about Cruz and she would never put him in any, any harmful situation ever, I think she might even be a little bit more neurotic about things than I am, or just as bad. <laughs> That's a good thing. Um, so when I talk to all these people and I get all this insight and it's leading me in this, in, down the same path, I, I really feel that um, this is the best thing for, for Electron at this stage. It's really time. He's at a point in his, a pivotal point in his training and his and his development where he needs to kind of understand from a professional who's who's worked with a lot of horses for many many years 
um, to understand how to how to use his body properly and just kind of open up some doors for him that he might have some confusion about now. And Dan- Danielle, I just want to point out to yeah. Electron, and he knows this. He he has been wonderful this week. We had a session with Pierre where he worked really hard this week, and he was very. Um, he gave every effort, and he worked his body so hard, and then he worked really hard for me on Monday night when there was hay balers going on outside in the arena and out, outside of the arena and all this activity and craziness, and he stuck with me, and he stayed grounded and level-headed, and he he worked through it, and we were able to ride at the end of that night. And then on Wednesday night, I asked him to work really hard again after the pier ride, the next ride, um, the next day to kind of, give me that same work ethic, and he did. So he's doing, he, he really wants to be a good boy, and I know that. And I just want him to to get to that next stage where he can feel comfortable about doing the work, and it becomes easier for him. And the few things he's struggling with now, I think, are the things that Pierre and Sam in their training can help him gain some greater insight. And I know it's going to be hard for him at first, and I understand that. And I'm going to be there for him, and I will, if there's any red flags that come up in my mind, I will be looking for those. Obviously, if I see anything that worries me about about what's going on there, I'll pull him out of that situation immediately. I would never leave him in a situation where something is going wrong that I don't believe, I don't believe, is in his best interest. Um, so it's not that I want to go into it blindly either. Um, and when he comes back, we will continue the work with Laura, the, the um, national horse person that we have at the barn, and all that work, which I believe he really enjoys also. Um, so the other, the rest of his world won't change. He'll still go back to his field. He'll still have the same training schedule at home. Um, I just want him to have this opportunity to work with a person who is so talented and so highly respected and um, I really feel can be beneficial. So I know I've been talking quite a long time, but I wanted him to hear all my thoughts about it and all the reasons why I'm coming down this path. And I understand I made a promise to him last week, but I really feel that at this point, with all the feedback I've heard, and I know deep down in my own soul that I know it's the right thing, that that he really needs this right now. Um, he needs this. He's at a pivotal point, and I don't want to wait too long that we pass the window of opportunity. You never know what happens in life. Pierre and Sam could move away. Uh, you know, like things can happen. Um, he could get hurt again because he doesn't have the proper training. So anyway, I've spoken okay. quite a long time, um, and I think I've gotten all of my thoughts out. Um, so... I'd be interested yeah, to see well, if he's willing to pl- at least give it a try for me, a try for us. Okay, absolutely. So let me pose that question. He hears you say it anyway. So where do you stand on that? Are you willing to be open to this electron? Um, he says, I still have reservations. Um, he says she still doesn't understand that personalities and energies flow together. They tie together. He says not every cardiologist, he's just giving an example, uh, he says measures up to the needs of every patient. There are different cardiologists that match different patients' needs and personality types. He says, um, you're getting a lot of information, he says, from people who do care about me. 
He gives you full credit regarding that. He knows, too, says, that you would never put him in hard's way. He says, you took care of my body once before. This must have been with the legs, the leg issues. Mm-hmm. Um, but he tells me that you re- made him recover, helped him recover, and he has great gratitude for that. He says, so what he will do is he'll give it his all, he'll give it his best, but he says that with sadness, when I ask what's the sadness about, he says, I'm really not sure how this is going to turn out. He says, I'm very skeptical. He says, I'm afraid my spirit will be broken. He says, we're all different. He says, I'm not a shy guy. He says, I'm not even a reserved horse. He says, I work best with some personalities, just like some people work best with others. And he, again, he says he still feels that you're, you're missing that aspect of the conversation, um, feels you don't understand him there. Um, I, I, I hear what he's saying, and I do understand him, and I, I understand that he, um, that I understand that in general, he, I feel like he does much better with women and their personalities. Um, he likes that little bit of a gentler, softer approach than... Um, an approach of a man who might be a little bit more gruff because I also see that when when his vet, Jan, works with him, um, whenever Jan handles him, Electron's a little leery. And when the female vets from the practice come, he's much easier to kind of get along with. Um, so I understand that, that the, I understand the energy. Um, unfortunately, um, anyone who would be in a position to get Electron to the next place and understand and see the light would probably have to be someone who has the stature of a man um, that can kind of ride him through his concerns and issues when he's under saddle as far as if he's frustrated and he needs to leap around to express himself um, because someone like Sam is afraid of getting hurt because she's smaller and she can't wrap her legs around as easily and Electron is very big and strong and powerful and in the training process and getting to understand how to use himself, he might he might express himself by leaping around and that's where that can get dangerous for someone like Sam. So I hear what he's saying and I understand about the energy and I'm and all I can say is that just repeat that I would never let anyone harm him. Okay. Um, I would never keep him in a situation if it goes badly where he's being harmed or abused. Um, I would never. I would pull him out immediately. So he doesn't have to worry about that. It's not like I'm going to go in there with a blind eye. Um, but secondly, this isn't going to be forever. It's not going to last forever. He's going to go for a few weeks of training with Pierre just so he can understand how to use his body. And then he will come back to me at the farm and he will work with Sam and I. And Sam will ride him at times. Um, When he's back at the farm, Pierre probably will never ride him because Pierre will be training me to ride him at that point. I'm hoping that with Pierre riding Electron, he can also enlighten me on how Electron needs to be ridden to get him to use his body the correct way. So it's not a forever thing. It's a very short, finite amount of time that I'm asking him to work with Pierre. Um, Okay, let me pause there for a minute and see what he says to that. It's good for Harrison to hear all this. And you're saying, I mean, you're you're very genuine, Barbara, and he totally gets that, so I want to acknowledge that for him. 
um, he understands that you're speaking from a really good place. I mean, you, you honestly have genuine care for me, is what he says. All right, so where do you stand now on the working with him for a short period of time? It's just temporary. He hangs his head again. What is this about? He says, I'm still not keen on it. So um, can I ask you, Electron, can you tell me what, what are your greatest concerns? Do they differ from anything we talked about last time? He says, I'm afraid that I am going to become, he says, I'm not a child now. I'm afraid I will become childlike in the sense of, uh, okay, he gives me that phrase of children are seen but not heard, that old traditional idea when asked what's this about. He says, I'm afraid that I'm going to come out of Pierre's training being a horse who is like a push-button horse where my, and he shows me his spirit kind of, you know, not being present, kind of vacant eyes, he's standing there, he's in the physical. When I ask, so why, why can't you be you and do this training? Why do you think there has to be, I'm just curious. He says, I'm just afraid that's what's going to happen. Um, where are you getting this, this idea from? He says, I have a strong feeling about this. Uh, okay. Anything more you can tell me on that? He's quiet. Anything more at all you can tell us on this? Um, he says that I am a gentle soul, a gentle soul at heart. He says, I understand you want to train me to use my body correctly. And he says he very much wants that too. He says, I'm not a lazy horse. He says, if I get pushed over the edge, it's like being pushed underwater. Being pushed underwater, one struggles for a time and then comes up to the surface and they may not be the same afterwards. When I ask why not, they may not be the same afterwards. What, what does that mean, please? He says, I may be like a different horse. My spirit will be broken. Why would your spirit be broken? He says, because I would have been forced into something without my free will doing it. Oh, giving it willingly. Okay, this is key for him. Okay, tell me more about that. He says, I always want to give my best to people, he says, but I want to do it from a space of wanting to do it. It's from willingness, desire. He says, I do get scared at times. I get nervous about things. Um, but he does tell me that this past week, it's interesting, you tell him he worked hard. He instead views it as, I worked my best. So for him it was, it was hard, yeah, physically. It was physically demanding, but I get he's referring to the idea of he gave you his absolute best. He says, that is me operating my free will. He says that there are many humans on the planet who believe that to get a horse to do things right, it has to be kind of, um, he says trained, but also broken out of them, like different ideas that horses can do regarding escape, bucking. Uh, rolling on the ground, he even shows me, or dropping a human on the ground. He says, none of these are things I desire to do. He says, if I did them, it would be out of fear, and he thinks even that is a long shot. Like, it would be highly unlikely for him to do that with anybody, you or anybody else. He says, I have this real concern. He says that I am not a pony, a circus pony, who can be broken. I have to always want to do things. My free will has to be in it. So, so um, if I was to paraphrase, just to make sure you understand where his perspective is, Barbara, he's concerned that he's going to lose his, um, his desire to do things for you, for people, because it will be kind of asked and asked and eventually forced out of him. 
he, he is giving the perspective. He doesn't think he can retain who he is, his desire and will, if he gets pushed past the point of, oh, my God, I can't give this to you. It would, it's like a pushing a human, he says, um, lighting a fire under their feet and doing, like, um, torture, he says. It's kind of like, you know, putting it just close stuff where it's not going to physically harm their skin. It'll make them uncomfortable, but after a time, they're going to give in and say anything you want, or in this case, as a horse, do anything you want, but you don't really have them on board anymore. The desire, there's a difference, he says, between asking and demanding, um, and he's on that fine line. Um, he tells me, it's not that I don't want to work for you. It's not that I don't want to work with a trainer. He says, I want to retain my personality along with that. I don't want to be broken. Okay, so he's giving me a period, like, that is, that is his point of view. Okay, so that's where he stands there. Um, and he's quiet. What do you want to say, Barbara? Um, I, I hear what he's saying, and I hear his concerns and his fears. And if he, um, if he can be just open enough to giving it a try with me, I don't think that a few weeks of training will appear will get him to that point where he's broken in spirit based on all the feedback I've been getting because I think after the first initial couple rides on Pierre, he'll see where Pierre is coming from and I think it'll get easier for him to understand. Um, And again, I can only go back to what Sam has told me that Pierre is a very sympathetic and empathetic and kind rider to the young horses that he doesn't push them. I've seen the abuse out there from several trainers, <clears throat> not anyone I've worked with, but people I've witnessed, men trainers, not Pierre, other men trainers, who are very harsh and very, um, if he wants to talk about breaking a horse's spirit, I've seen that. And so I understand his fears that that's not Pierre. That's not the kind of trainer Pierre is. So I don't, I understand his fears. I don't, Um, worry that that's the type of training he's going to get from Pierre. I think it might be hard for him initially to understand what Pierre wants, but um, I have to go with my gut and feeling that once he gives Pierre, if he goes in with an open mind, even though it's going to be hard work, if he can try to get to a point where he understands what Pierre is asking of him and at least try, Again, if it doesn't go well and he has, and he, he doesn't get to a point where after a little bit of time he understands and, and things are getting better for him, but it's getting worse and worse and worse, I'm pulling him out of that situation. So I'm not going to leave him in a situation where he's going to get to a point where he's totally broken. I want him to understand how to use his body so that what we're doing is fun and also that how he's using his body, if he's comfortable in his body and he's balanced and using it correctly and nothing's getting sore, that that'll also help give him, um, one, the willingness to want to do the work because it's fun to learn new things, and I know he loves to learn, Um, and two, that he'll have confidence and he won't be insecure about things and getting so scared about things because he feels good in his body, so he won't have that insecurity about, I feel weak, because 
I have weakness in my body and now I have to be even more worried when somebody has me out in a situation where something might be scary. Um, so those are my just kind of final thoughts. I don't, I just want to acknowledge him that I hear him and I do not want him to be that horse that has no spirit with, with glazed over eyes and push button. That's not the horse I'm looking for or asking him to be. I'm asking him just to work with Pierre for a little bit so that he can understand how to use his body so that we can progress in our training and then Pierre can teach me how to ride him properly so that he understands when I'm asking him what he should do and I'm not giving him conflicting signals. Okay, okay, very good. So, Electron. Um, so he just gives me a big sigh um, and he has nothing to say. Uh, can you talk to her? Anything more on this? Okay. He's just um, walking away from the conversation. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's, uh, yeah, I mean, Barbara, I can't make him stay. Yeah. Um, uh, let me go to the universe for a moment. A moment. Universe, truth. Um, what's appropriate here for this being, for, for the soul inside Electron? What's appropriate? Do we need to know something about what's appropriate? Um, I'm being told that Electron knows his body very well. He knows his limitations. He is um, legitimately nervous about this whole idea. He feels that you are not going to be present during the one, two, possibly three weeks of training. There's nobody who's going to be able to stand up for, for me, for him. Um, feels like, ele- okay, Electron has re-entered the conversation. Okay, so I've switched from the divine back to Electron, so I'm going to let you continue. He says, yeah, he says, without her being there, seeing every particular training, She's not going to, he's got this fear, she's not going to be able to stop anything that transpires, and he, the militant man, will get his way. Um, uh, Okay. So, Electron's quiet again. So, I can't, he's correct that I can't be there every training session um, because I have to work for a living. Um, and I can't take enough time off to be there for three weeks. Um, but Sam is there, and if he agree, and I trust Sam. He, Sam loves him. He knows Sam loves him. Um, and Sam is aware of of his personality because she's ridden him for quite a long time now, and she knows what um, what pressure he can take and what he can't. And she knows kind of where the limit, she's seen a lot of horses, you know, um, over the years, young horses um, going through training and and learning sessions and trying to figure things out. Um, So if I can get a promise from Sam that she will be there for um, the training sessions with Electron to be his advocate and, and kind of his eyes to make sure he's safe, in my absence, um, is that something that he would be in agreement with? Okay, okay, great question. So how about that, Electron? He says that's better than nothing. Yes, that's better than nothing. Um, He still says that with a bit of dejectedness. Um, There's definitely no enthusiasm there. Um, Is your body, uh, Electron, in a place with the splints and all that where you, you... feel like physically you can handle what's being asked of you. He nods yes. He feels that it is. This isn't about my physicality, he says. This is about my emotions, my mental state. 
He says, people can be broken mentally. He says, horses can too. He's experienced this in the past as another in another lifetime as a different horse. Um, and he said he would never re- have a repeat of that scenario. Um, he ended up dying of a lonely, broken heart in that lifetime. Uh, so he's got some memories. And I'm going to point out, when you were that being, you were a different being with a different set of circumstances. Is that true? Is it a very different set of circumstances you're in now? He says, not so much. He says, somebody loved me then, too. They just didn't understand. He says, I walk a fine line here in going forward and doing what you ask of me. He says, I, and he's being honest. Um, I can feel his honesty here. He says, I don't know how I'm going to turn out. And again, he's referring to his mental state, his emotional state. Um, it has nothing to do with the body not being able to handle it. It's, it's the will. So he's um, just kind of presenting it like, I don't know what else to tell you, um, and I don't know how it's going to turn out. He will be as open to it as he can, and it does feel like there is openness to a degree there, mixed with some sadness and some, um, again, the dejectedness, that the aspect of he, he feels you're still not understanding. He says, I wish I could put you in my four shoes to have the memories I have, the emotional state that I have, the mentality that I have. He says, I have the potential to be a very fine riding horse. He thinks he's already three-quarters of the way there. He knows he's got some things to work on. Um, He doesn't mind actually, okay, Sam riding him, you riding him, you working with Sam, totally in the clear. Everything's 100% in the clear there. Um, What if Pierre was to, I just want to see where he stands on this, if Pierre was to just work with you and your person while your person rides you, and he says that's fine. He's like totally wide open to that scenario. But the whole idea of going out of your eyesight in Pierre's care elsewhere, this shakes him in his boots. He says, I can't put it any other way. He says, this frightens me greatly because I don't know the outcome of me, my spirit. Okay. Um, And I don't hear anything else from him. He's uh, very quiet. Okay, um, so let me go ahead and thank him. We are at time. Thank you, Electron. It's good for her to hear you, and I want to thank you, Barbara, as well. It's good for him to hear you as well. It's, it's good that you guys are having this conversation. And, you know, Barbara, me as Danielle, I don't know what's appropriate here. You know, um, I, don't, I don't know what's best for him, and I don't know what's not. Um, you know, you've got to follow your gut. It's and I would encourage you to, you know, follow your gut. And this is what I do with my, when I'm in a tough, rock and a hard place kind of situation where the, like this. I take in with a grain of salt what others tell me and their experiences because that's, those are whole different beings. And who they are never applies to who I am or who my animals are. So um, I have to sit with things personally and say, okay, what is right for my animal? What is right for me? you know, if it's more of a personal situation, because I am so different than every other being. What does my gut tell me on me at the exclusion of what others advise? So, you know, that's something that, that's the only thing I can, as Danielle, offer you, um, because I, I, I can't and won't pretend to know what's best for you guys here. I'm not sensing anything bigger other than what he's telling you and what you're telling him. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I understand I understand his concerns because I know he's a very sensitive horse. Like I get that. Yeah. Um, and 
you know, I have such fear that something will happen to him, um, not in this situ- not with peer, but just in gen, like just in general, in in picking any trainers I work with, I would never put him with anyone who might who he might get harmed with um, mentally or physically. So mm-hmm. you know, when, when he when he is so passionately strong about his feelings on this, it you know breaks my heart. But um, you know, then I also think God if he becomes this horse who can't handle a little bit of pressure and um, and can't get through it, right, and see that, look, I was so worried about this, but it turned out okay. Look, it's okay. Like, I made it, and mm-hmm. I didn't get my spirit broken, and and now things are better because, you know, what I'm hearing from Sam, and, and she's, you know what, I really trust her explicitly, and I don't think she would steer... She knows him so well from riding him that I think if she thought Pierre just would be way too much for him to handle, she'd be like, yeah, you know, I understand, you know, because I know Pierre, his riding style, I can see why this conflicts with Electron. She not didn't say that once. She did mm-hmm. tell me that there's people out there that... She said, Barb, there's people in your life I'm sure that you've come across who you're like, ooh, don't total, don't cross the line with that one because they're not going to put up with me. And she said, I'm sure that's Pierre for Electron. That's the energy he's giving off, like, oh, this guy I can't mess with. Um, but then in her next breath, she, when she told me that Pierre will be the only one that, that Electron wants to ride him because he's so exact in how he asks and he... Um, rewards when the horse does the right thing um, so that he's fair to the horse. That, to me, for her saying that, that that just, like, hit home, that she wouldn't say that unless the horses look to him as someone they respect and they want to work for, right? Mm -hmm. So when I hear that, and then in my gut, I'm like, I know this is, I know this is like a pivotal point for him where he has to kind of, you know, at the end of the day, for me, if he's not a safe riding horse, then he's just a pasture pet. And right now, I'd still like him to be the riding horse because I'd like to get that enjoyment with him. And if, if I don't get him to you know, to this next level with someone where they can kind of push him past a little bit of a boundary where he's worried about things and see, get him to the next side to see it's okay. Look, my body's getting stronger. I can do this. Um, it's just all my other concerns about what's the future for my riding with him. Um, I understand he wants to work for me um, and he wants to do it on his terms and I want him to be able to be happy with what he's doing. So I don't ever want to get to a place with him where he's not. So I'm very conscious of that. Um, and I do know the first couple sessions with Pierre will probably be really ugly because Pierre will, you know, um, ask him to, to really stretch and it'll push him out of his comfort zone. So, you know, again, I just... Um, in my gut, I think that he really needs this 
even though I know he thinks that this will break him and he's terrified of it. Um, I don't think it's going to get to a point where it will be so devastatingly hard for him. I don't know. I don't know how else to, to think about it, but I'm just so worried about if he doesn't, if he doesn't get this education and this next, you know, this next, it's like he's at a pivotal point. If that doesn't happen, I might always have issues with him because he's always going to feel like it's too much pressure and it's not his on his terms. You know what I mean? Um, it, I mean, I as a human know what you mean. I do. Yeah. yeah. I do. So, I, so that's where I get, um, and I know we're going running way over time, so I'll just let me know how much I owe you. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it's just, I, I just, I, it's such a struggle for me um, because I know... Um, I know where he's coming from and I know he's not in agreement. Um, and I know I can't be there 24-7. Um, and I only have to hope that, you know, after I drop him off and I come back in a couple days when it gets closer to the weekend and I can come, um, that he, he'll be okay, you know, and I can only trust in Sam that they take, you know, explicit care of him, um, like we all do when we leave our children at school or daycare or <laughs> anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, um, okay, okay. He, he hears you. He's very distant um, in hearing you, but he, I, I do get he is making it out. Um, we're at 40 minutes. Did you want to just spend the last five minutes since I work in blocks of time? Yeah. Minutes? Okay. I want to ask him a question that I don't know if it will help you too, but Electron, would you... Would you mind coming closer to me for a moment? Um, Electron, is there something that maybe Pierre could say to you before, that your person could ask, but he actually say to you out loud on the ground before he starts working with you that would maybe help you, or is there something you need to hear from Pierre? Um, He says, I would want Pierre to tell me, well, the main preface is that he's going to care for me and not just care for my body, and not just treat me, he says, like a, um, a push-button horse, but to care for my mentality, to care for the fact that I have to process and sit and stand still, he says. Um, he says between, like, moments of, like, if the, I don't know how, man, how long the man would train, but if he's working for, like, a half an hour, it's like Electron wants, like, one-minute breaks between new learning so that his body, his central nervous system can understand and basically process, not just his brain and his mentality, but his central nervous system can process the new learning. He says, if I get pushed into overload where it's too much, too much, he says children, he says, that are too much overstimulus, too much is put upon them, they start freaking out. He says, I'm afraid of freaking out, and that scares me. And not he's, Electron isn't scared of that because he might accidentally hurt Pierre. He's scared of that for himself. To go into freak out or overwhelm or meltdown mode, um, he says, feels like I'm losing myself. He says, if you, and he says to both of us independently, if you have ever experienced a meltdown, it feels like your world is falling apart and that you're no longer a part of it. He says, and I might have to sidestep out of my body for a few moments. I don't get any means dying here. Okay, just to be clear. I might have to sidestep out of my body, he says, and let the body have the experience, and my soul, he says, will be separate. I can't stay in it that long. Um, Okay. He's giving me a very extreme example. He says it's like rape. 
He says, if a woman, and he's gleaning this from what I've seen on TV, I've never had that experience, obviously, but um, he says, if a woman is raped, he says, sometimes they flow out of their bodies so as to, well, it's kind of like to have the experience but without it doing too much damage. And then when they come back in, they have all the memories of everything their body experienced and recalled, and yet they are damaged. They often go through life carrying emotional baggage. He says, I understand Pierre's not going to hit me. He's not concerned about any abuse, none, none of that. It's, it's more the mental concern. He says that I am concerned that I will have to melt down, melt away, and become separate for a time. And he says, and I wonder, he says, if I will be the same horse when I come back into the body. So it's like um, if he's, ask, he's asking for Pierre to give him moments to process so that he hopefully can prevent himself from doing this separation sort of thing. Um, okay, so go ahead and relay that to Pierre. He may or may not believe in animal communication. He may think this is a bunch of you know, craziness, but you know what? If you as um, a compassionate, and you are, Barbara, a very compassionate order towards your guy was to say it anyway and say, Pierre, I'm not sure if you believe this, but this is what you know, this is what Electron said through the communicator, and, and this is how I, as Barbara, whatever your feelings are on it, you know, if you could, please, I know it's different than your normal training, but give him moments to process it through his central nervous system. He's telling me he as an individual needs that, because that's really what I'm getting very clearly from Electron. Many horses, he said, are not like me. He says, we're all unique blueprints. We're all unique cookie-cutter shapes. He says, no being is a duplicate of others. Other horses, he said, have excelled under him. And again, he says he's very leery of his ability to succeed under Pierre's hand. Um, but he says, if I can ask for anything, it's processing time throughout the workout. I have to have it. Okay. Okay, well, okay. that, um, that, that um, is very helpful to me because I understand where he's coming from there because I, I noticed that he... If he has a few moments to process, he, he's, um, it's very helpful for him. So I will just ask that, um, I will ask Pierre, I'll talk to Sam today, um, and then I will, um, you know, when I bring Pierre to, um, I'm sorry, when I bring Electron to Pierre's and Sam's um, next weekend, uh, I think we're scheduled for next Sunday, so in a, a little over a week. Um, when we drop him off, I will speak to Pierre in front of Electron, and um, if possible, it, it, as long as Pierre's out in the barn when I drop him off. If not, I will speak to him um, before I leave, no matter where Pierre is, um, and let him know that if, to you know, to, to say that I, I need him to please be cognizant of the fact that when He's in his training sessions with Electron to please give him time to process in between, um, you know, uh, the trainings that they're doing. Um, give him little mental breaks so that he can process and understand, um, you know, everything that had been asked of him. And um, I don't think Pierre... I th I'm sure Pierre will be open-minded to that. Um, he might not understand the whole animal communication aspect, but I, I think he will respect my wishes to at least be conscious of that in his training when he's with Electron. And I will definitely, I will definitely um, bring that to his attention. 
Okay. So do you, how do you feel now about her response? He just says thank you, and he totally backs out of the conversation. He's done. Okay. He says thank you, though. All right. Very good. So thank you, Electron, and thank you, Barbara, as well. And um, uh, just uh, give me, I've got a lot of clients today. Give me till the end of the day to, um, or in between clients, to uh, send you the difference. It'll be the same as whatever our last time was because, you know, just okay. went. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, thank you for, I'm sorry, thank you for the time. Um, oh. I, it just, I'm just struggling with, um, with, you know, doing the right thing for him. But I, I know this is the right thing, I, but I just don't want to lose, um, you know, I just want to make sure that he's, understanding where I'm coming from in this change of thought process for me. Gotcha, gotcha. And I don't know why it's important, but I'm going to just mention it. Um, I'm not going to tune in on this, but uh, I find it interesting that, Barbara, you, if I recall correctly with Ramsey's, with that horse, wasn't a, a, a situation to where training happened outside of your eye shot? Um. And, and with Ramsey's, wasn't that pleased with it? I mean, I'm just recalling from the back of my mind. I don't have my notes out. I don't remember if he um, if he said anything when I wasn't there. I know oh. I was present for a lot that I felt like was, you know, not, um, you know, that things just didn't seem right um, okay. and seemed harsh. Um, okay. I don't recall if there... Um, if there was a time with him, and it could have been because I was out of, you know, I, uh, the trainer obviously worked with him. Um, okay, okay. But All I can't, right. but I can't recall. Um, I'd have to go back to my notes also. Yeah, um, go back to your notes or back to that recording. Um, yeah, because I, I always find it when in my own life and with with clients because I see repetitiveness sometimes. Sometimes it's like we we have an experience and it's like, hmm, okay, it ended kind of, you know. Um, in a way that wasn't pleasing to somebody, whether it be you or the horse or, or a mix of the two. And then it's like, okay, different horse, same owner, similar situation. And sometimes I encourage owners to sit back and say, okay, universe, is there something I'm supposed to know here, choose different here, or learn? Is there some lesson I need to know? And um, I'm just going to throw that out at you because my inkling in the back of my mind is Ramsey's had something somewhat similar. But, yeah, go back to your notes, go back to the recording, and that might click for you for what it's worth. Okay. Um, okay, I'll do that. I guess at the end of the day, I just have to be like really um, trusting in the fact that when I'm not there that they'll do right by him. Um, you got to trust what you know. Trust yeah. what you know, whatever that is. Yeah. You know, not what others say, what others do, good appearances, bad appearances. Trust what you know. Trust your gut. Trust your feelings. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, whatever that is. <laughs> All right, Barbara. So okay, um, just take 24 hours to get to the recording, okay? Okay, thank you. Yeah, okay, you're welcome. Thanks. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.